At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VEASAN's Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show. With Wes Reynolds and sometimes Matt Humans. here is Brady Cannon. Welcome to Short Shots, the smaller, shorter version of long shots that we employ during golf's offseason, so to speak. I'm Brady Cannon, along with Wes Reynolds, right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wes and I will be here for the next eight weeks of the wraparound season before the tour takes a break in mid-November. We'll resurface along the beautiful shores of Kapalua for the Tournament of Champions in January. We'll do two more short shots versions for the Sony Open and the American Express. And then we kick off season five of long shots in earnest when they tee it up at Torrey Pines in late January for the Farmers Insurance Open. Wes, great to be back with you in the off-golf season, if you will. Does that sound like a plan for you, Mr. Reynolds? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Looking forward to being back and talking golf, even though this is the busiest time of year, really, in the sports calendar across the board. But uh, golf still had a little piece on the stage last week. I thought the President's Cup was actually very competitive. The internationals, I thought, made a nice showing of themselves. Trevor Immelman kind of behind the eight ball, losing all those last-minute live golf defections. Cameron Smith, Joaquin Neiman, Abraham Anser, Louis Ustazen. But I thought the team played very well for them. And uh, a star was born maybe on the international side with Tom Kim. I mean, he was the absolute show, I thought, for the President's Cup for that international side. But uh, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, uh, maybe this is a good sign for the American cause for the Ryder Cup. Jordan Spieth goes 5-0, and Justin Thomas goes 4-1, and and that's what you need. You need your stronger players to perform, and they absolutely did. Tony Finau also 3-1, and Xander Schauffele and Patrick Cantlay went 3-1. and So the base of the team is really strong, and, you know, the one guy that would have made that team that's on the live tour that obviously is not eligible is Dustin Johnson, but you still look at that American team. They are very deep, and they are very strong and perhaps performed a little bit better with a couple distractions being removed from that team. 
Well, Wes, let's uh, move on here, and I'm going to take a look back here shortly. You came off of one of your hottest seasons in, in a lifetime, I imagine, as far as hitting outrights last year. Between the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, you even hit one on the aforementioned Live Tour. What was that, about 11 or 12 outrights for you overall? Uh, 13 total right now, hoping to add a couple more in the ball series. And uh, look, uh, this is always a little bit of a different time, a difficult time of year, I should say, if you're handicapping golf, because you just don't have as much time if you're involved in the NFL and college football and then basketball about to get started, hockey, baseball playoffs. So like I said, this is the busiest time of year for a sports better, but still some opportunity out there, still some good events to be had. Yeah, it was bookends for me in the 2021-2022 season. I hit Cameron Smith at Kapalua to begin the year and then finish the year with Rory McIlroy at the Tour Championship. Uh, only two outrights, but a solid solid head-to-head matchup record, 35-28-2. We'll see if we can pad the bankroll a little bit here in the wraparound season, but of course we don't actually start keeping track at vcin.com until January. And a lot of that is because what you said, Wes, we're so involved in other sports right now. It's kind of the PGA Tour to kind of take it easy on us while we can get through the other sports here in the fall. But let's begin uh, at the Country Club of Jackson, Jackson, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, the Sanderson Farms Championship on tap this week. It's a fairly long course, Wes, some very long par five holes, uh, relatively narrow fairways. And of course, being in the South, we have Bermuda grass putting surfaces. Um, certainly not a sparkling field, but we do expect to get a birdie fest, likely a winning score of around 20 under par or better. How did you handicap the golf course this week? Yeah, you mentioned it, Brady. Not exactly a top heavy field. The real, what I would consider one star in this field is Sam Burns, who's ranked 12th in the world. I've seen him around 10 or 11 to 1 this week. He, of course, is the defending champion from nearby Shreveport, Louisiana. So this is kind of his home game. The only one from the American team that is going to play this event, Billy Horschel, by the way, is going to play over at the Alfred Dunhill Links over in Scotland on the DP World Tour. So, you know, when, when, I, when I looked at this, Brady, and you mentioned three of the four par fives, quite lengthy at 580 yards. So they're three shot holes. But if you look at the way the course is broken down, not a lot of water in play, only 56 bunkers. Uh, fairways are pretty flat and relatively narrow, though. Ninth narrowest on tour, about 28, 29 feet wide. Uh, rough's not all that penal, just two inches. But these are pretty fast greens, these ultra dwarf Bermuda greens, about 6,200 square feet on average. 12 to 13 on the stem. So the redesigner of this is a guy named John Fought, and he's a longtime admirer of Donald Ross. So what you're going to see on these greens, they're raised elevated greens. They slope from back to front and have runoff areas, which are longtime Ross trademark. So you'll see some similarities there. And I thought some similarities to Silverado and Conjuree and also uh, Memorial Park, where the Houston Open is now played. But, you know, looking at, at you know, how I was going to break this down, off the tee, I think, is going to be so important. If you look at the last four winners here, Burns, Garcia, Munoz, Sebastian Munoz, and Cameron Champ, rated first, first, fourth, and second in the field for strokes gained off the tee during their winning week. So I use that. 
I also use proximity gain 100 to 125 and 125 to 150 because about a third of the approach shots here are going to be wedges from about 100 to 150, including on some of those lengthy par fives. These par fives are not exactly birdie holes necessarily. So, you know, you're going to have to make birdies, though. You're going to have to probably be 20 under better to win here. It could turn into a putting contest, even though if you look at recent winners, Sergio Garcia and Cam Champ, not historically good putters, but they won here because they gave themselves enough opportunities for birdies or eagles. So I use birdie or better gain, opportunities gain, and also a little bit putting. I wanted to account for it at least somewhat. And I went strokes gain putting, but on fast Bermuda surfaces, because you go 12 to 13 on the stem, these are going to be pretty fast greens. It could be tricky, especially on them short putts. Yeah, pretty similar for me too, Wes. Um, you know, I think strokes gained off the tee is certainly a metric you can consider. I did not look at driving distance, but I looked at good drives gained, uh, you know, because I don't, I, I mean, we've seen shorter hitters fare well at this golf course too. I don't think you have to be a bomber, um, but I just think you have to put yourself in good position off the tee. And like you said, to get to that spot where you're 100 to 150 yards out, uh, I think that is certainly going to be a popular distance to attack from this week. Strokes gained approach. And, and I looked at putting a little bit too. I, I couldn't really find any strong correlated courses this week. I did look a little bit at Congaree, a course where they held the Palmetto Championship, uh, South Carolina in 2020. I looked at Corrales a little bit where they hold the uh, Punta Cana Championship in the Dominican Republic. But, you know, usually correlated courses are a strong part of my handicap, but I just couldn't find any that I really felt comfortable with this week. So I looked more at the skill sets. Uh, and I did stick with some of the stronger players in this field for the most part. It, it, like you talked about, we both talked about in the open, it is a weaker field. Uh, and then, of course, I looked at the numbers. So I looked at maybe, you know, some of the str uh, stronger players in the field where the skill sets fit and where I could get a good price. And again, kind of an off-season event for me with golf here. Uh, just a few outrights, no head-to-head matchups. Uh, we'll get back into the full menu of plays, uh, at least for me, when we hit Torrey Pines. Um, Wes, before we get to our plays for this week at the Sanderson Farms, you mentioned it, uh, of course, coming off of the President's Cup. A lot of the guys in the on the international team and, and guys familiar with the European circuit uh, will be at the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship, certainly one of the better events on the DP World Tour. And similar to like Pebble Beach and, and the Amex, it's a three-course rotational format, but uh, a real dandy as the host property being the old course at St. Andrews. Very good field here. And Danny Willett, that ugly near miss a couple of weeks ago in Napa, he's your defending champion here at the Alfred Dunhill Links. Who made your way or who made their way onto your card this week? Yeah, Brady, you mentioned it. Uh, the Sanderson Farms, uh, relatively good in the mid-tier, but not a lot of superstars. Whereas over here in Scotland, uh, Rory McIlroy, of course, in this field, the world number two, Shane Lowry, Matt Fitzpatrick, Tyrrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, Billy Horschel makes the trip over, uh, Thomas Peters, who was third a couple weeks ago in Paris, and then Robert McIntyre actually won the Italian Open in a playoff over Matt Fitzpatrick a couple weeks ago. So you've got some uh, very good players here, and you mentioned it. It is a three-course rotation. It's the old course at St. Andrews, Carnoustie, 
and King's Barnes. King's Barnes is the easiest of the three courses, really. It's the shortest of the three. It's a relatively new course. So it's kind of like manufactured links instead of pure links like St. Andrews or Carnoustie. Interesting in-play betting angle, too. If you don't want to get involved pre-flop, this is kind of a decent in-play tournament because typically you will find value on players who play Carnoustie first on Thursday. Carnoustie is the toughest course of the three, and people know that from the Open Rota 2018 when Molinari won it uh, at eight under par. So Carnoustie is going to be the most difficult. We know St. Andrews can be had just judging by what we watched at the Open Championship earlier this year where Cameron Smith and Cameron Young were both 20 under par. Smith got the win. So you want to look at that maybe a little bit, and that way you can get involved in play. You mentioned Danny Willett, the defending champion. He won at 100 to 1 last year. He is 40 to 1 this year. So I came up with the six pack here, and uh, basically where I looked at it, most of them are either UK guys or they're Scandinavian guys because that's who tend to win, especially the UK guys, 13 of the last 20. So I started with one, Tommy Fleetwood, 20 to 1. Terrell Hatton, an obvious choice because he's a two-time winner and a two-time runner-up here. But Tommy Fleetwood has gone well in Scotland. Of course, he was fourth earlier this summer at the old course at St. Andrews, also was fourth the week before at the Scottish Open. Has never won this event, but has won in Scotland before. And if you recall, a few weeks ago, he returned from about a two-month layoff after his mother passed. And he was at the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth, was the first-round leader, and then kind of cooled off. That tournament, of course, was shortened to 54 holes because of the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. So, had a pair of 73s to follow that first round lead. But I think, you know, maybe he needed a tournament to get back and then got a couple weeks off in between. I expect him to go well here. Alexander Noren, 40 to 1, uh, has a third here a decade ago and has two top 15s in his last two starts. Noren is going to be an interesting player to watch the rest of the fall because he's number 56 in the OWGR. You got to get in the top 50 by the end of the calendar year to qualify for all the majors. So he's got a good track record here. I would expect him to play well and work his way towards that. Charborn Olsen, 66 to one. He won this thing back in 2015, made that comeback after he had those, uh, off the course, uh, airline troubles a couple years ago that nearly cost him his career. Won the British Masters at the Belfry back in May. Was first uh, tee to green last week in Paris, but the putter was just way off and he finished 20th. Eddie Pepperell, 70-1, to 1, who very quietly over the last three months has been playing really good golf. Seventh here in 2017, another couple top 20s. He's been 12th or better in four of his last seven events. 20th or better in six of his last seven Matt Wallace, 80 to 1, another Englishman who actually got his PGA Tour card, got a reprieve. If you remember, he was one spot out of the 125 at 126 for the FedEx Cup. But when you had the live defections, that allowed him to move up in the final standings and gave him PGA Tour status for another year. So now he kind of has that weight off his back and maybe can focus just on playing good golf again. Two top finishes over the last nine weeks. He was runner up a little over a month ago at the European Masters. And then another Englishman. Englishman Tom Lewis, 100 to 1. Three top 10s here in 10 appearances. 50th last week at Paris at the uh, Open de France, uh, but did rank top 10 in the field for both strokes gained off the tee and also strokes gained approach. So I think Lewis can go well here this week. All right, very good. Well, uh, let's move over stateside. Again, the Country Club at Jackson in Jackson, Mississippi for the Sanderson Farms Championship. 
go over my outrights here, and uh, I landed on this young gentleman for the Fortinet Championship in Napa as well, where he finished third. Taylor Montgomery yep. got him at 30-1. to one. Uh, As you know, Wes, uh, you and I both have had Monty Montgomery, his father, on the Long Shots program before. He's the general manager at Shadow Creek here in town. Uh, of course, Taylor, a golfer at UNLV. And I, I've been watching this young guy for about a year now, and his success on the Corn Ferry Tour has been absolutely noteworthy. Um, you know, he just earned his PGA Tour card for the upcoming season, but this wraparound season, I think, is going to be a really good opportunity for him to get a victory. I mean, he's playing really well right now, again, as evidenced by his third place finish up in Napa. And, and it's interesting, I think the odds makers know too, pretty interesting to see such a, such a short price uh, on a relatively new face. But I, I think this guy is going to get a victory soon. So I chose to land on him again against a weaker field where it might be a perfect opportunity. Uh, my next play was Keegan Bradley, 40 to one. And it's, it's interesting that a proven tour veteran and former major champion is uh, priced higher than Montgomery, but um, 40 to one, I thought was a real good price on one of the top players in this field. We know Bradley's always been a great driver of the golf ball, great ball striker, uh, certainly flourishes in a birdie fest format as well. So I went with Keegan Bradley this week and then, I thought this price was really strange. Seamus Power at 50 to one, you know, he's one of the few players in this field, only five players in this field that are in the top 50 in the world golf rankings. And Seamus Power is one of them. So I thought 50 to one was pretty nice. He, he is both long and straight off the tee, makes a lot of birdies, a very good putter. And if you look at where he had some of his best success last season, it was on Bermuda grass greens over in Hawaii and at the RSM classic down in sea Island. So uh, I, I think he'll have some success here on these greens in Mississippi as well. And then my long bomb, Patton Kazire at 200 to one, he has not been in great form. And of course that's reason for the long odds this year, but, or this in this event, but Wes, you know, you've been around me doing this long enough. You, you know that I like to look at him when we have events down in the South. He, he was mm -hmm. born and raised in Alabama. He went to Auburn University. He res, uh, resides in Sea Island, Georgia. All of those locations heavy with Bermuda grass putting surfaces and his best results on tour. In fact, his first victory came on Bermuda grass greens at the Sony Open in Hawaii. So um, I, I think he's got a chance where he's comfortable in this part of the country and on these type of surface uh, surfaces. Surfaces. So, you know, I thought 200 to one was worth a shot. Yeah. And I'm with you at the top of the market, Brady. Uh, I also played Montgomery. I mean, we had him at double the tag. So, you know, it feels weird to take him 30 to one where it's like, I don't like the price, but I love the player here. And he's a big time birdie maker first in this field. When you combine the corn Ferry and the PGA tour over the last 36 rounds for birdie or better a game, I think you and I are going to be betting Montgomery a lot in the fall series and even into the early West coast swing next year. I think within the next few months, you're going to see him get a win out here. I also feel the same about Davis Riley at 40 to one didn't win in his rookie season, but six top tens, including four top fives lost to Sam Burns, the aforementioned Sam Burns at the Valspar earlier this year, first in the field for opportunities gain over the last 36 rounds and fifth for strokes gain OTT. 
He's also a native son of Mississippi, having born and raised in uh, Hattiesburg. So this would be, a, you know, a great place for him to get his first win, being a Mississippi boy here. Uh, Trey Mullinax, 45 to 1. Another guy that uh, plays very well in the South, top 10 in this week's field off the tee and also driving distance gain. He's already a winner, actually, uh, uh, for the previous season for the PGA Tour. He won at the Barbasol in Kentucky, uh, former University of Alabama player. Seven top tens, by the way, in his PGA Tour career. Six of them have been in the South, including a fourth here last year. So I think Mullinax can go well at 45 to 1. Wyndham Clark, 50 to 1. Just one top 20 in five appearances at this event down in Jackson, Mississippi. But the game really profiles to many of the recent winners because he's a guy that absolutely murders the ball off the tee. Strokes gained off the tee. He was fifth in this field. The irons are kind of his weakness, but I think he could overcome that with off the tee and his uh, strokes gained short game. Ninth over the last 36 rounds for Wyndham Clark. And then this is my little narrative street play. I always have one on a card, Brady, and it's Benny on at 80 to 1. Fourth at the Fortinet two weeks ago, third in this field for driving distance gain. Also was third here at the Sanderson Farms back in 2019. But the narrative street play I'm going to make here, if you remember a little over a decade ago, it was thought that Benny Ahn was going to be the next golfing star from South Korea. In 2009, won the U.S. Amateur at age 17, youngest ever to do that. Won the Harry Cotton Rookie of the Year Award on the European Tour back in 2015. But the game declined, and he found himself this year on the Corn Ferry Tour having a battle to regain his card. He won out there, had a lot of top fives out there. So uh, Benny on, I think if you look, he had to sit home and watch the President's Cup last week and see his fellow countrymen, Sun J.M. and K.H. Lee, Siwoo Kim and young Tom Kim, battle it out for the international side. We were talking about Benny on about 10 years ago, like we're talking about Tom Kim today. So I think that that could be a motivator for Benny on going forward, 80 to one on him. And then two triple digit shots. One, Will Gordon, 125 to one, played his college golf at Vanderbilt University. So well accustomed with the South. And if you remember, he got his card when he had that great finish at TPC River Highlands and the Travelers where he finished third. But then the following season was disappointing he had to go back to the Corn Ferry Tour, where he had five top tens in the regular season, but that didn't get him his card, so he had to go in the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, that group of three tournaments at the end, and he won up in Boise at the Albertsons Boise Open, regained his full tour card. Eighth for driving distance a couple weeks ago at Silverado, where he finished 36, which is typical for a really big hitter like Gordon. But he was fifth for accuracy, which is kind of his weakness and why he ended up losing his card a couple years ago. But he has it back 125 to one. And then we'll try another local angle here with Hayden Buckley, who I had here last year and finished fourth. 130 to one is the max I've seen in the market. Not from the Magnolia State of Mississippi, but he did attend high school in nearby Tupelo, Mississippi. Third in this week's field for strokes gained off the tee. And and I, that was the one that really stuck out to me, Brady, when I looked at a metric, is strokes gained off the tee. Because I think, like I mentioned earlier, the guys that have won in recent years have been terrific uh, in terms of strokes gained off the tee. The Sergio Garcia's and the Cam Champs and the Sam Burns's. So you look at the guys this week, I played a few of them, Hayden Buckley, Wyndham Clark, Davis Riley, Trey Mullinax, other guys to maybe consider that I did consider, but I didn't use Brendan Steele, uh, Emiliano Grillo. These are guys that are really gained off the tee. One of your plays, Keegan Bradley, also top 10 for that category. Yeah, Keegan Bradley and Seamus Power, my two plays uh, 
guys that uh, are really good off the tee and along with you on Montgomery, a guy that's just really hot right now and makes a lot of birdies. And then, you know, you and I both going with a lot of players uh, from that playing from the South angle, Patton, Kazire, Buckley, Molinax, Davis, Riley, Gordon. Uh, let's hope we can get one of them uh, to come through here. And uh, that is going to do it for this week's uh, edition of short shots, the abbreviated off season version of long shots, if you will enjoy the Sanderson, the Dunhill links, and we'll be back again next week right here in Las Vegas for the Shriners Children's Open on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.